Before we get going with today's podcast, I just want to jump on here for a second and personally invite you to a one-off brand new masterclass that I am hosting on Thursday the 16th of May. How to scale your online business to six figures and beyond. So if you are a course creator, a membership owner or a coach, then this is for you. I'm sharing with you my most effective strategies to become the go-to person in your industry and grow your online business. I will cover how to build your audience, how to craft an irresistible offer and how to master your launch strategy so that you will know the most effective way to grow your audience and build your email list fast, know how to craft an offer that your audience will love and create a launch that fits with you and enables you to sell with ease. And why should you come and listen to me? Well, I started doing this almost 10 years ago and the very first client I worked with back in 2016 I helped him launch his very first membership he had a done for you product and a one-to-one product and we created a membership in his first launch he got a hundred and thirty members bringing him in about sixty thousand in income every year now He has built a suite of online products that is bringing him in way over six figures every single year. This is going to be an awesome masterclass. You're going to get so much good stuff to take away with you to be able to use in your business. So to grab your free place, go to TeresaHeathWearing.com forward slash masterclass and I will see you there. For me, things really changed in my business when I got the mindset like, I was going to say it like under control or sorted, but it's never, ever sorted. It, managing a mindset and working on a mindset is a constant, constant thing. It just means that I know what tools I have so that I can pick on a right tool when I need it. And also that I move through things quicker. So rather than being stuck for a long time or being fearful for a long time, or I'm able to move through it a lot quicker and move past it a lot quicker than I used to be able to because I have all these tools that are at my disposal. You are listening to Your Dream Business Podcast, episode 288. You are listening to Your Dream Business Podcast and I am your host, Teresa Heathwaring. If you are a business owner who is striving to build a business and a life that you dream of on your own terms and doing something that you love, then this is the podcast for you. Each week I will share with you business, marketing and mindset tools and strategies that I have used to start and grow my own dream business, as well as the dream businesses of hundreds of business owners from around the world. So if you're ready, let's get started. Hello and a really warm welcome to this week's episode of the podcast. How are you doing? So this week we're going to be talking mindset again and I decided that I wanted to share something that I did in the club. So every single month in the club, we do a mindset call. And the aim of the mindset call is to teach the members some new mindset skills or to go through an activity with them that helps them get unstuck, helps them move forward, helps them understand them better, their business better, how they work better. And for me, things really changed in my business when I got the mindset like, I was going to say like under control or sorted, but it's never, ever sorted. It managing a mindset and working on mindset is a constant, constant thing. It just means that I know what tools I have so that I can pick on a right tool when I need it. And also that I move through things quicker. So rather than being stuck for a long time or being fearful for a long time, or I'm able to move 
through it a lot quicker and move past it a lot quicker than I used to be able to, because I have all these tools that are at my disposal. So one of the things we do, like I said, is I do this every single month. So if you are not finding a place to work on mindset, and actually this is something that is really unique to our club and to my community. Lots of other places I've been don't offer this. So if you don't have a safe space to learn and, and actually this is the sort of stuff that I do with my coach. So we do it on a one-to-one basis. And what I'm doing within the club is I'm allowing that to be available for a price that you wouldn't get a one-to-one coach for. So do go check out the club if you think you might find that useful. So today I'm going to take you through one of the sessions, not completely through the session, obviously, but I'm going to give you an overview to one of the sessions that I did in the club. And this is all about journaling. Now, I don't know if you've ever journaled. I don't know if you've ever thought about it, looked at it, or whether you are a proficient journaler, but it has been quite impactful and changing for me. I don't, I didn't want to put the word life changing before that, but it has had a huge impact on me and how I manage things. And therefore I did an exercise so that my members could understand what journaling was, how to do it, how to go about it, what it can do for them, because it is an amazing and amazing tool. But I have to say, when I first started journaling, when someone said to me, oh, you should journal that, I was just like, what are you on about? And it took ages, really, really did. It took at least, I would say, a year before I really understood what they meant and then started to see the benefit of doing it. So if you're sat there thinking, yeah, I tried that, didn't work for me, give it another go and just bear with you, yourself. It's a bit like meditating. People go, can't meditate. Well, everybody can to a degree. They've just got to find their thing and their way of doing it and how it works for them. So so one of the things we started off talking about is why you even need to journal or why it's a benefit. And I gave them a few of the stats that I shared in my episode about the science behind the woo. So we'll link up to that. If you haven't listened to that episode, it's a really good one, especially if you're a bit sceptical about this stuff. Um, because I do like to back it up with some evidence because I am really passionate about it. And I get really frustrated when people are like, oh, it's just such a load of rubbish. It isn't. It's actually very smart and it has some real good science behind it. And whether it did or not, like if that's what you choose to believe, I choose to believe, if that makes my life better, then amen to that. So some of the stats or some of the facts that I found, so there's there's lots of benefits to journaling. So let me run through some of the benefits. Journaling can help you achieve your goals. So when you use your journal to write down your specific goals and you can better keep track of them, it'll help you stay accountable and also remind you what you need to do for your goals. And there's something about, and there's proven, and I should really research this stuff before I get on here and talk, but the chances of a goal coming true once it's written down is a higher percentage than if you just say it. Like I said, it really helps track progress and growth. And one of the things that I have been really that actually has really impacted me is being able to go back and read my journals from some time ago. And someone had a question about keeping journals, so I will get to that. But I've been going through a bit of a personal journey, which I will talk about at some point. Not sure when, but I will talk about it. And actually, one thing that has been really good is I have been journaling about this this part of my life for a long time, longer than I care to remember, i.e., frustrating. Well, I'm not frustrated that it's been going on longer than I care to remember. But anyway, so being able to look back at those journals and see 
that, oh my gosh, you know, I was having trouble with it then, or I was dealing like that then. And now how I am is just so amazing. So being able to, and, and often as well, we, we forget like, so, you know, when you do something and you're really annoyed at yourself that you did it, if you took time to kind of write that down, then that might be a slight step towards not doing it again, because it's that kind of realization of, okay, this is how I feel when I do that thing, or this is what happened when I did this thing. And so next time you have almost a reminder. So the tracking and progress thing is really, really helpful. It can gain self-confidence. So again, seeing how things have moved forward, it makes you feel more positive. It makes you feel happier that you've been journaling different things and talking about different things and those things have improved. Journaling actually helps you improve your writing and communication skills. So the writing skills are the fact that you're writing and I tend to journal and they recommend that you journal with a pen and paper, that you don't journal with a computer or typing or that sort of thing. It's just something to do with the natural process of writing, but it can help improve your writing skills. Now, for a long time, I've said I'm not a very good writer and I'm not going to say that anymore. You know, I'm not going to say I'm a brilliant writer, but it has it has actually really helped me help me speak, help me write better because I'm writing every single day. And communication skills, it absolutely does help because I have been writing how I feel about things and when I'm proud of things or when I'm frustrated about things or when things have not gone well or have gone really well. And that communication has really, really helped because I'm learning how to express myself well by journaling. It also helps reduce stress and anxiety. And I'm going to talk about that a bit in terms of some of the ways that I've journaled. But when you can journal something out, then it can actually really help in terms of bring your stress levels down. And if you listen to last week's episode, we talked about fear. And one of the things I I mentioned to you was about the chimp and the human and actually how writing down what the chimp is saying then helps you wear it out to then do the human side and go, what would I do about that? It's almost the same sort of thing, you know, when you are letting, it's a release for your emotions. It can help you find inspiration. So sometimes when you're journaling, it might be that you are asking yourself questions. It might be that you're asking yourself for some help. And sometimes just through the process of writing and journaling, you can actually find some inspiration from yourself in your brain somehow that maybe you didn't have before. It can help strengthen your memory. So by writing things down, it can improve your memory, but also the the act of writing it almost tells the brain you want to remember it. So it's almost like when you note take, when you make notes, it's because you want to remember that thing. It almost helps the same sort of thing. And it does help you overcome problems. Like I said, it really does focus on those kind of, when you're writing down, you're kind of working through a problem, it can really, really help. So in the in the training that I did with the club, I actually read out a part of my journal and it was a really vulnerable part. And I I am not comfortable reading it on a podcast where I know my people in my club and I was just about comfortable enough reading something. But the reason I read it was I wanted them to see how I use journaling, because one of the things that people think is that they have to do it a certain way, or it has to be a certain length, or they have to write about certain things, or is it just writing about your day? So 
the first thing is, if you're going to journal, is you have to let go of all that judgment. You have to let go of like, right, wrong, should be this way, should be that. Absolutely not. It's whatever it is to you. And at the end of the day, your journal is for your eyes only. So there's not a right or wrong way. There's not a certain way you should design the journal. I mean, I look at bullet journals and think they're stunning and think, oh, I'd love to do that. Mine look like an absolute mess. And half the time you can't even read my writing because I write so scrawly. So it's not, you know, you don't have to worry about the spelling or the neatness of the thing, like none of that. It is your one space to do whatever you want. It's only you that's going to read it, which brings me on to one of the questions I had, which was, do I keep my journals? And I have kept my journals. I might one day get rid of them, but actually right now going through the stuff I'm going through, it's really helping going back and and looking at them. Although I never write them with that in mind. I never write my journals thinking, oh, I can't wait to come back and read this. Like I really, really don't. But their concern was what if they write something and then someone reads it? And it was because someone was watching a program on Netflix called Sex Life, which I hadn't seen And then I started watching it. And basically she writes this kind of really raunchy journal about her ex-partner or something and her husband finds it and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, it's not that good, FYI. Well, it's definitely not, you know, not like a serious brain thinker type thing. It's an absolute like, yeah, whatever. So anyway, they were kind of saying about this. And I said, well, first off, my husband knows I journal and he wouldn't read them. That's just him. He'd probably be very bored if I'm honest. But the other thing is I write in such a way that I would have trouble reading them back, let alone someone else. So I don't worry about someone reading my journals, but if you did worry about someone reading your journals, then you might want to get rid of them. You might want to get rid of them because it's something very cathartic about burning them or binning them or whatever it is and getting rid of that old stuff. But it's entirely up to you. Like I said, this is your thing. You get to decide whether you keep them, whether you don't. Well, some of the things that the journals have really helped me with, and when I think about what I read out to my members, was it can really help me process things. So one example I have, and I've talked about it before, is when I first got together with my husband, my stepdaughter was 15. And you can imagine how that went. And it was hard. It was really, really hard. And at times I felt like I wanted to give up and throttle her and throttle my husband. And like, just generally, it was really, really tough. And it's very emotive. And the like, going back to last week's episode, talking about the chimp and the chimp paradox, the chimp was on full force with me. And I am quite an emotional person anyway. So I stuff would really get to me. And I would use journaling as a way to let all that out. And in all honesty, the stuff I used to write, like, would have upset people. I was really mean and I said really harsh things, but I was so het up and so angry and so wound up because of things she'd done or the way she'd spoke or behaved or whatever it was. And being able to journal all that out, got that frustration out and was able to really kind of then get to the end and breathe. And my amazing coach, Mary, said to me and has said to me many times, what if I came from love? And I started working with her when all this was going on. So I would then at the end of the journaling, write, what if I came from love? And then I would approach the same scenario. So if, for instance, my stepdaughter had done something that I wasn't happy with and I went to my husband and said I wasn't happy and he defended her and I got angry and blah, 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 blah. Like I said, you could imagine. And maybe you've even been through it. And if you have, then I feel for you. But 
I would then come from love and go, same scenario, what, what, you know, what do I think now if I'm coming from love and I'm now a bit calmer? Well, my poor stepdaughter, you know, her life has just been turned on its head and there's this new woman coming into her dad's life and her mum went off with someone else and my poor husband is very much in the middle because that's his daughter, but I'm his wife. And and suddenly you start to kind of really rationalise it and, and work through it. And there was a fair few times where I would have lost my you know, top of something. And then I would have journaled and then would have come back to my husband and gone, listen, I'm sorry about that. Like, actually, I shouldn't have acted the way I did. Now, when he started saying to me, every time I got a bit upset about something, she thinks you should journal that out. I wanted to hit him with the journal. So, <laughs> yeah, I think he thought it was a magic trick for me to apologise every time. No, that's not the point. Like, it is okay for me to get upset about stuff. And it's okay for me not to apologise if I'm not in the wrong. So yeah, so it really, really helped with that. And then the other thing I did with the bit that I read out was I had done something that I was annoyed with myself and frustrated with myself. And I kept asking myself questions. So I was like, why did I do this? And I would journal why I did it. And then I'd go, and did I think that helped? And then I would journal the outcome to that. And then I said, what would I do if this was B, if this was my daughter? And then I wrote what I would say in that situation if I was talking to my daughter. So if my daughter had done the thing that I'd done, or if my daughter was angry and frustrated about something, what would I have said to her? So Sometimes just taking that time to kind of step back and look at it from a different way is brilliant. So some of the things you want to think about if you're thinking about starting journaling, if you've not done before, is like I said, you let go of all judgments. It's how you want to write. It's what you want to write about. Sometimes sometimes I'll sit down and write a paragraph and go, I'm done and move on with my day. And other days I'll write pages and that's fine. Some days I'll go, I've had a lovely morning and this is what's happening in my day and it looks more like a diary. And other times I am literally pouring out my heart on the page. Again, it doesn't matter. Be really realistic if you're getting started. So don't think that you're going to write pages and pages of heartfelt, deep, meaningful things on day one. That might not happen and that's fine. It might not ever happen and that's okay. I'm sure it at some point will. And again, if you're going to get into a habit, which is one thing that is really helped me. So, I, you know, I've got a routine where part of my daily habits is I journal and it tends to be one of the first things I do in the day. So I'll meditate when I wake up and then I get ready and I do all the breakfast things and all that jazz. And when I sit at my desk, the first thing I do before I open my computer and look at stuff from the day is I journal. So is there a point in your day where you can include it, where you can go, that's the point I'm going to journal. And that's the point where I'm going to sit down and write some stuff. It might be that you want to journal at the end of the day. Like you might want to journal like what happened in the day or how you felt about the day or whatever. And it doesn't matter again, whatever suits you. And then you can journal about anything that comes to mind. So some people find this really good. Some people find this really like disabling as in they sit down to write and they're like, I don't know what the hell to write. So if you are stuck, then you can absolutely go and use journaling prompts or you can just literally write down what's ever in your head. And I've done that. There's a book called The Artist's Way, which I started doing and then I stopped and I shouldn't have done it anyway. I need to go back to it. But they do something called morning pages. But these morning pages are three sides of A4. And that is hard. Bearing in mind, I've journaled for years. I did this at the beginning, not the beginning of last year, mid last year. And I found it really hard to write three pages. And I literally would just write, don't know what I'm writing about here. This is getting a bit silly. Oh, Paul's just done this. Or, oh, he's just coming to put the radio on. And he doesn't even realise I'm writing. Like, you know, it literally was like that because it, 
they were tasking me to write three pages. However, sometimes when you are forced to continue writing, sometimes that's where the magic comes. But again, play with it. And then if you do need prompts, absolutely fine. So I gave my members some prompts in which we did in that session. And often I ask people to share and I did, well, I said to them, I'm not going to request that anybody shares, but if they wanted to, they could, because obviously the other thing with journaling is it's very, very personal. So I just got them started. And if you want to start, I literally just got them to write down what they did in the morning. The session was in the morning. So I was like, what have you done before you started the day? And I gave them like five minutes. And then we took it a bit more further and it was International Women's Day when we did it. So I got them to write down what woman inspires them and why. And again, just getting them into the habit. But there are lots and lots of, if you Google journaling prompts, there are loads of them and just give it a go. Just have a go at writing it down. Like I said, for me, it has been huge in my world and some of the stuff that I've not only worked through, but some of the stuff that, you know, the changes in me over time. And now I've been able to see and document it has been phenomenal. So I'd love to hear whether you've journaled, whether you've tried it, come and drop me a DM. I love hearing from you. Don't think, you know, oh, I won't. No, do just come and drop me a DM. I'd love, love to hear what you think of this. Okay. Have a brilliant week and I will see you next week. Thank you so much for listening to Your Dream Business Podcast. And if you loved this episode, then please feel free to go and share it on your social media or head over to iTunes and give me a review. I would be so very grateful. 